I'm life and business coach, Samantha Sifring, and this is the Online Business Building Mamas podcast, where you learn how to build a wildly successful business from home while raising kids. Hello, mamas. Welcome to episode 40. I am really excited that we've made it this far and we're getting close to the one-year mark. It was just about a year ago that I was dreaming of starting a podcast and starting to get the wheels in motion for it. I was creating some of the graphics, I was lining up some of those first interviews and then recording those and was just really, really getting excited about putting this out there. So I want to thank you, those of you who are loyal listeners and love checking in, and those of you who are new as well. I would love it and appreciate it so much if you would run on over wherever you listen and drop a little rating or a review. That would be amazing. So before we get into today's episode, I had something kind of funny that I wanted to share. This is actually my second time recording this intro um, because a massive meltdown happened in my house when I was recording the first one. I'm actually recording this in the late afternoon, early evening. My husband is cooking dinner and the kids are downstairs and they were playing a game and my daughter lost and she's four and she does not like to lose. (laughs) I don't like to lose either, but I have learned to not throw a fit when that happens and she is still learning that and I didn't want that being in the background of my podcast, although it probably would have made you all chuckle. Many, many of you are moms and you would have gotten it But I just thought that that was kind of a funny story and something that we all have to learn is how to lose gracefully, how to face disappointment, um, how to deal with big emotions. And this is the work that I do with so many of my clients, not that they throw fits, but (laughs) sometimes we throw fits, Um, but just dealing with emotions and learning how to manage your mind and manage your feelings as it relates to building a business. It is a lot of work. It is, um, you know, an emotional roller coaster to run a business and that can really turn a lot of people off to having a business if they don't really know how to manage that. And I would say when I talk about business being hard work, the hard part really is managing yourself your mind, your actions, your energy, your feelings, all of those different things. And that is why being coached is so powerful. So just a little aside there, but I am excited to dive into today's episode. So let's do that. Let's talk about it. Today, the topic that I chose is how to manifest things, and I want you to know if you do not like manifestation, if that word turns you off, this episode will for sure be for you. I think you'll really like how I break it down. This is how to manifest for people who don't believe in manifestation. I'm going to explain to you 
how I approach it, how I think of it. And I think whether you love it or not, you're going to be really interested in this episode. It's either going to help you to wrap your mind around it in a way that feels good to you and is in line with your belief system, or it's going to give you more evidence for why it's true if you already believe in it. So I think if you're one of those who does not embrace the woo, who's looking for the science, you're going to dig this and the woo's out there will love this as well because it's going to give you just even more evidence for what you believe and maybe some ways to talk about it with other people as well. So let's talk about how manifestation works. So the way that I like to think of it is based in the science of the brain. So this is not anything about magical universe forces or God or anything like that. If you want to insert that belief system into what I'm talking about, absolutely feel free. I have clients all over the spectrum of spiritual belief and they are all able to take this system that I teach and fit it in with that. So the premise of what I teach is that we create the results that we get in life and we create those results with our actions. I think that this is a principle that everyone understands, sees, and believes happening in the world, that the results that we get come from the actions we take. The actions that we take come from feelings that we have. So a feeling we have inspires us into action of some sort and that creates our results. So our results are coming from our action, which come from our feeling. And every feeling we have comes from a thought we have. And this is the piece that I think most people don't understand. I know when I first learned this, my mind was blown I did not realize that feelings came from thoughts. I also didn't realize that actions came from feelings. So once I learned this, it was really empowering. The more that I worked on believing it, the more that I worked on seeing it in action, because I used to think something would happen to me and then I would just feel a certain way or I would just do a certain thing. And it was very disempowering to not recognize that my thoughts were actually in the driver's seat, that I wasn't just reactive to everything that happened to me, that there was actually a middle ground in between what happened and how I felt and what I did. And that was the thought that I was having. And initially, when I learned this, I wanted to just use this to feel differently, to feel better, to feel happy all the time. I was like, well, if my thoughts create my feelings, then I can just feel good all the time by thinking good thoughts all the time. I love to be happy. I love to be excited. So I thought I can just use this tool to be happy and excited all of the time. And what I really learned over time is that we don't want to feel happy about everything that happens in our life. So this doesn't mean that we deny that bad things happen or sad things happen or things that make us angry happen. But this acknowledges 
that there is a thought in between the thing that, you know, we want to feel mad or angry or sad or whatever about. It's the thought between that thing and us feeling that feeling that makes it happen. So sometimes we'll think that shouldn't have happened or that's sad or I don't like that. So those kinds of thoughts that happen to create that feeling. And just because we can create our feelings with thoughts doesn't mean that we want to create good ones all the time. So I want you to just understand kind of those basics of the relationship between our thoughts and our feelings and our actions and our results. And how once I learned that, I started to look at the idea of manifestation in a really different way. So I hadn't been closed off to it before. Um, I actually had experienced a couple of times where I would visualize something really clearly, something that I wanted. I would visualize it. I would think about it all the time. And it was something that I was then able to create in my life. And it seemed kind of unexplainable. Otherwise, it wasn't like I had some action plan or anything like that. It was really much more simple than that. And it really allowed me to build my belief in the power of our thinking and of our brains. So that's kind of the core structure behind how this works. But I'm going to walk you through some of the steps now. So how to use this to create results that you want in your life. And as far as I'm concerned, that's what manifestation is. It's creating results in your life. And sometimes we're manifesting things that we like and sometimes things that we aren't like but it, or that we don't like. But it all comes back to the thoughts that we are thinking, how that makes us feel, what actions those feelings inspire, and then the results that those actions can create. So step one is deciding. Just deciding on something that you want to create. What result would you like to have in your life? What do you want to create in your life? I think sometimes this can be the biggest hurdle for us because we're afraid to want something. We're afraid to hope for something. Maybe we don't even want to go there because we think we can't have it. Or maybe we think we don't deserve it. Um, maybe we're afraid of failure, success, you know, so many different reasons. Sometimes we don't even take the time to think about what we want. Sometimes it's just straight up living in default mode, focusing on what's going on in the here and now and not thinking about the future and what you want the future to look like. So if you feel like maybe you're one of these people who's struggling a little bit in creating um, you know, what they want in their life or even deciding what that is, I encourage you to take some time and really think about it. Maybe you want to just kind of write out some thoughts about, you know, if there was no limits on what you could create in your life, what would you want your life to look like? Or, you know, ideally in five years, what would you want your life to look like? There's this exercise that I used to use as a life coach called the perfect day that I absolutely love for this. So you'll actually want to take some time to sit in a quiet place, close your eyes, and visualize your perfect day 
in the future. So you can do five years in the future, 10 years in the future, it doesn't really matter what number you choose, but then you'll go through and visualize everything from when you first wake up in the morning, noticing what woke you up, what time it is, what you see, what you smell, who's there with you, what your morning routine is, what you're eating for breakfast, what you see outside the window, all of these different pieces. You'll go through the whole day and just notice what is the visualization of the perfect day. And when I've assigned this to clients, they have really discovered some interesting things. So sometimes clients who didn't have kids yet have pictured kids in their five year from now thing and they didn't even have trying for kids on the brain, but yet there's like a toddler in that or a preschooler. Um, So those kinds of things can just bring you some awareness of what's going on deeper in your mind and what you're kind of picturing for yourself and what you want. Sometimes we close ourselves off to that. We're afraid to dream and think about possibilities and this can awaken that back in you which is really wonderful and a great thing to do so after you've done the perfect day you'll kind of think about what are the things that came up in there that i do want to create and then you'll decide on something that you would like to work towards for your life so maybe you've got an income goal maybe you have a weight loss goal You know, there's so many different things that you could realize that you wanted to work towards. Typically with my clients, it is an income goal that they want to work towards. So they'll decide on that dollar amount, whether it's for the year or for a month that they want to be making, and then they'll go from there, from making that decision. And you don't have to overthink it, you know? You don't have to have some deep and important reason for wanting something just having that desire in your heart is reason enough to make that valid so decide on the thing that you want to create the next step is to gain some awareness around what you currently think so again this is something that i do with all of my clients i have them start getting some awareness of what they are currently thinking typically by writing it down. So I've talked about before that I am a big proponent of journaling, even though it's not my most favorite thing to do. And those of you out there who love journaling think I hate it. And those of you who hate it think I love it. It is so funny hearing people come to me and tell me what I think about journaling. (laughs) And it's totally based in their own perspective about journaling. But getting awareness of what you currently think is so important. And what I have found is that getting it down on paper in front of your eyes has been the most powerful way to really understand what's going on in your mind. So how our minds work is that we have this like basic programming from our past, from childhood, from what's happened to us before, from what we've created before. And those are the thoughts that we repeatedly think. So if you go back to this concept that we're creating our results with our thinking, the results that you've created in your life up until now are coming from this default thinking. So if you continue 
to do default thinking, you're going to continue to get these results that you currently have. So you absolutely have to interrupt your current thinking to get new results. And the first step of that, like I said, is getting that awareness. So you'll kind of imagine that you have tapes that are playing or CDs or MP3s, whatever it is, playing over and over in your mind. And these are just kind of the basic programs, basic tapes or whatever that came with your brain into this moment. And your brain loves to be efficient. It doesn't love to spend energy doing things that it doesn't need to be doing. So unless you tell it, hey, we need a new program, it's going to continue to play that program that you already have in there. So getting awareness of what that is and understanding how that makes you feel and what that makes you do and what that creates in your life is going to be very empowering for you. Even if you discover it's not what you want, it's going to be information that you can use going forward. So how I recommend my clients do this is to just take a piece of paper a day, like a blank notebook or something like that, fill one page with a stream of consciousness and just get it all out. Just fill the page, take, you know, seven minutes or so. It does not have to take forever. Dump all of that out and then see what is there. That is going to give you so much awareness of what you're currently thinking. And you can even analyze it a little bit and see what is this creating for me? And is that what I want? Next, now that you have that awareness, you have the option to shift your thoughts. So you can look at these thoughts, you can see what they're creating, and then you can choose a new thought that is actually going to help you create the thing you want. So for a lot of my clients, this is around their income goal. So, you know, something like I'm going to make $5,000 a month or I'm going to make 100000 in a year. Those types of thoughts become their new thoughts. And this is the shift they make. And this is really where the work comes in, for sure. So, like I said, your brain loves to be efficient. It wants to keep playing those old tapes. And when you introduce a new thought, it's going to be like, no way, sister, that is not true. That's not something that we believe. That's false. Here's all the reasons why. Because your brain is so good at supporting its own beliefs. So as you are trying to turn this new thought into a new belief, you're going to have to practice it a lot. You're going to have to write it on post-its and put it around so you'll remember. You're going to want to have a daily practice of coming back to thinking that thought, maybe writing it down, maybe doing some reflecting on that new thought. You know, writing down your new thought and thinking, how does that make me feel today? What is that going to be like once that happens? Those types of things to get you into that space of practicing the new thought that you want to be thinking and, and helping your brain to absorb it as a belief. As you are going through this process, your brain will start to look for evidence for the new belief. And when you first start, your brain is going to be so good at coming up with all the evidence why it's totally false. Our brains are designed to look for evidence to support our existing beliefs. 
So when you introduce a new belief, your brain is going to shoot it down very, very compellingly at first, and you're going to want to fall for that. So you need to be aware that that is going to happen, that your brain is going to see that new thought and not want to bring it in. It's going to be very uncomfortable in this period when you're bringing in that new thought. So just be aware that's going to happen and that's okay. You can handle being uncomfortable. I encourage you to try to combat some of that by looking for your own evidence of why the new thought could be true. So you can maybe write a little list. I remember back when I had two boys and really wanted a third and really wanted a daughter. I did wait until I would be okay with a boy for our third, like mentally. I didn't just like, you know, bring a baby into the world and then be disappointed. I really thought about, okay, if this is the third boy, I will be okay. I can handle it. But I also wanted to help myself to really believe that it would be possible to have a girl. So I started specifically looking for evidence that I could have a girl after two boys. So I started seeing families everywhere that had two boys and then a girl. And instead of feeling jealousy or something like that, for me, it felt like this is evidence that the thing that I want is possible. It was the same in my business. You know, once I set income goals for myself, once I decided, you know, I want to be a six-figure business earner, I started looking for people who were making six figures in their business, and there was lots of them. And I used it as evidence that, you know, this is something that is possible to do. And then if this is something that's possible for me to do. I kind of built a bridge in my beliefs to be able to get to the place where I believed that I could do it. So look for evidence, build that new belief. Another very powerful technique here is visualizing your result. So there's several ways you can do this. One is something that all of my clients love to do, and this is writing a letter from their past self, or sorry, their future self to their current self. So this is thinking about you who has already achieved the thing you want to achieve. So you making six figures in your business, you having lost 25 pounds, you making 5,000 a month, whatever your goal is, you want to picture you in the future who has already done it. And then you want that future you to write a letter to the current you about what it's like, about what you need to know. All of those types of things. That can be a really good visualization where you can really get into the feelings of what it would be like to have already achieved the thing that you want to achieve. Another way that I like to do this is to seriously visualize it. So how I do it is as I'm falling asleep in bed at night, I will visualize whatever it is that I want to happen. So I'll think about the whole thing. I'll think about you know, all the circumstances leading up to it. I will think about all the conversations. I'll think about all the feelings, all the thoughts. So working towards the goal, achieving the goal, and how amazing it feels having achieved the goal and what life is like. And just really let myself go deep into that, into detail, just like with the perfect day, but 
slightly different. It's specifically about achieving the thing that you want to achieve. But the same level of detail of letting yourself feel the feeling of what it would be like in advance, really picturing that, this is so powerful. So those of you who know about visualization have probably heard this already, but athletes actually do this. So athletes will actually use visualization as they are preparing for a big game or a big match and they'll visualize themselves playing the game, winning the game, all of those things. And what studies have actually shown is that it's almost as if they've actually done it in the body. So like their muscles will actually show signs. Their brain will actually show signs like they actually did it. It's really fascinating. If that piques your interest, for sure look up the details. But it is so powerful to visualize the result that you want to create coming true. And the more that you repeatedly do this, the more powerful it becomes because your brain starts to just see it as something that has actually happened and it will really help you build that belief in the possibility. And what I love about visualizing before bed for us busy moms is that it's okay if you fall asleep doing it. And I actually find it to be much more fun than worrying or making a mental grocery list or counting sheep or whatever other people are doing as they fall asleep. I think this is a really powerful way to use those few minutes as you fall asleep for something that is taking you closer to your goals. The next step is that you want to act as if you are the person who already has what you want. So in this journey to creating what you want, you actually become the person who has what you want. And you become that person and that person creates the thing. So think about that future person, that person who has created a six-figure business, that person that's created $5,000 months, whatever your goal is. I'm just using those because they're very common with my clients. But think about whatever yours is. Think about that person who has already reached that. What is she thinking? What is she feeling? What does she do? How does she approach her day? How does she approach her work? I had a really interesting breakthrough when I was going through this exercise when I realized that that future me took her business very seriously. She looked at her business as a serious business. She put on her CEO hat like I like to talk about. She planned things out. She didn't mess around. She, you know, approached her business in a certain way. And then I decided, well, I can become that now. I can approach my business in that way right now. So this isn't necessarily about picturing yourself as a millionaire and then going out and buying a Ferrari that you don't have money for. It's definitely not that. But it's thinking about that future me, that me who has already achieved that goal, what are the characteristics about her? Like I said, what are the thoughts? What are the feelings? What actions is she taking? And how can I embody those things now? How can I step into those things right now in advance? This is really about an identity shift. 
So the person who creates the results that you want to create is a different person. She thinks of herself in a different way. She thinks of some she th- she thinks of herself as someone who creates a six-figure business. She thinks of herself as someone who makes 5,000 a month in her business. Whatever the goal is, she thinks of herself as I am a six-figure earner. You know, whatever that thing is, she identifies herself in that way. And you currently right now most likely are identifying yourself as someone who is not that way. So really think about how you can step into that. I have heard it in a really awesome way um, in a book that I'm reading right now called Atomic Habits. I highly recommend that. He talks a lot about habits and the identity shift that's necessary. So I think if you're digging this, you're really going to be into that. Um, and I'm listening on audiobook and it's excellent. But I think it was in that book that he talks about smokers, people who want to stop smoking and how when they identify themselves as someone who is trying to stop smoking versus someone who is a non-smoker, the person who starts to identify themselves as a non-smoker is more successful than the person who says that they're trying to quit smoking. So really, just that way that you identify yourself, just that way you're thinking about yourself can really shift how you are approaching your goals and how successful you're going to be in reaching them. So I hope that this has given you some really practical, tangible ways to think about creating the results you want, which is what I define manifestation as. I hope this has allowed you to feel like that idea of manifesting something is more relevant to you or if you are already totally down with it, I hope that this has given you some more solid evidence towards your belief and you're feeling super firm in your ability to create the results that you want. I hope that everyone listening is feeling really empowered and feeling their capability to create anything that they want in their life and in their business. That's what I want for all of you. It's what I have learned to be true in my own life, that I can do those things. And so I really want to inspire all of you about what is possible because the past year I have completely blown my own mind with what is possible. It is incredible. This February 2019, I'm pretty sure I made about four times what I made in February 2018. It is mind-boggling. So I hope that you take this. I hope you run with it. If you're loving what you hear on this podcast, I would love to have you over on Facebook in Online Business Building Mamas. That is my group over there. And... I will catch you all on the podcast next week. If you like this podcast, I want to invite you to coach with me over in my program, Mama to CEO. There's you and there's the consistent income you want to make in your business. And I help you remove everything standing in between. It's lifetime access for mastering your marketing, sales, time, and everything else 
you need to have the business and life you really want. Whether it's making your first thousand or a hundred thousand, I can help you do it. To join, go to mamatoceo.com. M-A-M-A-T-O-C-E-O.com. 